Hey, listeners and loved ones. Um, it hit me a couple of times this past week um, how I am not sure whether I've actually grieved the loss of my home that, you know, put me on this path or was like the the activating moment that kind of set this all off um, two years ago now. I think the two-year anniversary of when I got the call has passed and um, the one where I got in my car with two suitcases and some other stuff for Gatsby um, and drove to LA is upcoming in the next couple weeks. But I really just in that time have not had a moment to really sit with the trauma of that experience. And not only that, but there are elements of it that also echo certain childhood traumas around home and around... um, feelings of belonging, of belongings. And I I think I started very, very slightly um, started maybe not grieving, but acknowledging that there is a very big grief there that's um, gonna have to come out eventually. So I um, I'm now in a place where I have a space to myself in a city that I feel very comfortable in, that I feel I've started building community in. Um, I don't know whether this will, you know, be the place of permanency for me, but there are seeds that have been planted and um, I I guess my body feels like it's safe enough and 
has enough space to start bringing things forward in a way where I'm not necessarily immediately going into coping mechanism mode, which I feel like is different than survival mode. Um, Like coping is, there's at least... uh, And I feel like there's an emotional component where like rationally you know you're engaging in behaviors or your body is reacting in a certain way because there's some kind of trauma being activated. Whereas in survival mode, you just have to fucking go. You just have to go, go, go. You have to do the thing. You don't have time to think. You don't have time to breathe. You don't have time to emote. Jesus, fuck, no. Um, maybe in like bursts when it when things just come to a head, but then you have to like get your shit together again. And so, um, so this the place that I'm in right now. It was just bought by my friend, so of course it needs like a lot of renovating and um while he was here there were some you know small renovation product products projects um that he just wanted to get done which makes a lot of sense and you know of of course it even being like mentally prepared for people to be in the flat and, um, you know, having grown up in a home that was constantly under renovation, knowing that contractors, you know, say things will be done in a certain amount of time, but really it'll, it <laughs> ends up being longer than that, sometimes um, significantly longer. And so even, even trying to buttress myself knowing those things and knowing that I can handle whatever, um, I still, I still experience some major trauma. Um, I became extremely fatigued. My stamina was shot. Um, I, was experiencing sensory overload, whether I was in the flat or had taken my work and everything outside. I wanted to crawl into a hole and just cry. And um, Sammy, our friend of the podcast, uh, had (laughs) made a suggestion uh, to see a movie, which hadn't even occurred to me. I mean, I haven't been in a theater since the before times. And um, I don't know, I've never viewed, um, historically viewed films as like something to treat myself with. It was just always something I would do with some friends. Um, But there is a, a movie theater 
in in the neighborhood and so um my very upset uh inner child seemed to like the idea of being in a very dark room uh watching something maybe fun and uh just crying in the dark whether strangers are present or not on a weekday <laughs> um so i did that two days in a row <laughs> because renovations take a while um even quick ones and so um i would go to a cafe early in the morning um i'd get up early in the morning before i like to get up to just be ready to go for when uh the workers got here and um then took my stuff to a cafe had breakfast would work for maybe like 3 or 4 hours straight and then i went to a movie and it it was really in in talking about how this past week had gone with friends that it it made more sense to me why I was having the responses I was having and then in thinking and talking things through more thoroughly it it went to to other related narratives and uh feelings about those narratives that are definitely working in tandem with the trauma of not feeling like I will ever have a home or a place where it's just my own and um i don't have to think about anyone else in the space i don't have to have people in the space unless i want them in the space i I can come and go as I want to. You know. So one of these other elements that um that have been coming up for me when thinking about all this too is um how you know fearful i am of losing the 
the things that I currently have with me, like my two suitcases and one duffel and one backpack full of my belongings, um, you know, rationally, I know that if I were to lose things that I would be really sad and upset, but I would also survive it. And I also think about how um, as a kid, I would kind of, I don't know if hoard is the right word, but I was just very fearful of um, damaging my things or getting rid of them just in case. Um, But I think it also went beyond that. I remember... I remember listening to my dad describe me in front of me uh, to another person um, as if I were fucking invisible and not right there. But he called me possessive. And I don't know how old I was. I mean, old enough to remember. I just think about how... I just think about where whatever possessiveness he was seeing in me would have come from. And I mean, I don't think that children are born possessive. Um, I think they have needs and then when those needs aren't met or they're really scarce or they're treated in manipulative or coercive or violent ways that that leads to a very deeply ingrained fear of losing everything and anything because if you lose the little that you have even if you know you collect it so it's not so little anymore but then one day it's just gone there's not there's nothing left like what are what are you supposed to do? And as, as a child where you're literally helpless and completely dependent on people who are presumably more equipped to navigate life and regulate and meet the needs of themselves and others, it's a... There's a lot of trust that has to be there. And I have felt such little trust in 
so many situations and in so many people for a significant amount of time. And I think I just... I don't know. I don't even know if I feel any grief over all the childhood stuff and, you know. Being described certain ways while experiencing other things and... um, I think the main trauma that is starting to come up is losing a a home that I thought was going to be a stable place for a while. Like, I really started putting myself in that home more than in any other place I'd lived up until that point. And I started having ideas for for plans for the garden out and back and And I just, I had to leave. I had no choice. You know, in Arizona, the the only stipulation is that you give the tenant 30 days notice. And that was done. And I got out in 20 days, miraculously. I don't. I look back and I... I don't quite know how I did it. I did most of that work by myself, packed up an entire fucking three-bedroom house, my cat who was dying and trying to get his meds and treatment and everything in order and figure out movers and a storage unit and communicate with friends and family to see where I could possibly go and stay and for how long. And I never want to have to go through that again. I never want to have to go through that again. And I think every time... I'm anywhere and there's a hint that that I have to leave the space or that I have to walk on eggshells or that I can't fully just show up in a space and be myself and do what I need to do and do what I want to do. And that it's always a reminder 
that I have nowhere to belong that's just for me. And that's not to say that I don't understand that like wherever you go, you'll be and you're the only real home you've got. Like I fucking know that. <laughs> I feel like I've I've learned that quite a bit and I do feel more at home in my skin. However, I still need a place to rest. I still need a place to create and to feed myself and to spread out and and I get that temporarily sometimes. But it's not the same as having my own home. And that's something that I don't know. I don't know what that really feels like. I've only ever been in someone else's home. So that's where I'm at. I'm definitely looking forward to all the fun and random ways that all of these feelings and thoughts are going to come to the surface for me. And I know I'll get where I want to get And I know that I'm learning more and more about what belonging feels like and and moving toward that with more regularity and with more trust in myself that I know even if I'm not always able to articulate it or when some big pieces are still missing for me. And there's, you know, not much else to really do but keep riding those waves and moving forward wherever I get washed to shore. So, yep, but I hope you all are doing well and uh, check in next week. (laughs) 